This program contains adult content. Is there a God? A big atheist. Really? What, am I an idiot? Come on. That yes, it would be nice if you could throw your sins and your responsibilities on someone else. But it's not true. It looks like far-left lunacy. I don't believe that it's true that religion is moral or ethical. You don't need to follow anybody! It's not human intelligence! If someone doesn't value logical consistency, what logical argument are you going to give them that will demonstrate that they should? Welcome to the Godless Revolution! Today is Friday, December 22nd, three days before celebrating the birthday of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ! Oh, Hallelujah. Wow. <laughs> and this is episode 186. I am, as always, the fat-bearded ginger Mr. Dan Ellis. I'm the mustachioed Ryan Duffy. And I'm Grant. <laughs> <laughs> you are the, the purple, purple dragon. dragon. That's right. Uh, Grant is sitting in for Matt again this evening, who had uh, other things that he had to take care of. I don't believe he'll be with us next week either, so... In the new year, maybe? Yeah. Maybe, hopefully. He'll be back. Eventually. Eventually! He'll be back eventually! Uh, so tonight, we have some fun stuff lined up. We're going to go through Right Wing Watch's top ten clips of the year, possibly some honorable mentions. Before we do that, though, what have you guys been up to for the last week? Uh, I went and saw The Disaster Artist. How was it? Oh, I liked it. That? I thought it was pretty good. Have you seen The Room before? I have seen clips from The Room. I've never actually fully watched it. Oh, and God. then I saw that they're actually doing a showings here in Utah on like the uh, 10th, but that's when I'm going to be going out to Idaho, so I won't mm. be able to attend a screening, a midnight screening of The Room, but I would like to go see it sometime. I, now I, I'm interested. I, I haven't seen The Disaster Artist yet. I'm looking forward to it. I would highly recommend you seeing The Room. Seeing the whole room. It, yeah. Oh my God is. Well, and I knew, I knew the famous funny parts from the room. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was picking up on the, the jokes sure, from the sure. room and there are other people that were there that I would notice like when the football scene came on, they start laughing instantly. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I, I know why they're laughing. Oh my God, the football. <laughs> so, but even at the end, like my buddy that scene, it said, go see this movie, go see this movie. Oh, hey, he Ryan. Asked me, oh, oh no. hey, Ryan. Hey, Dan. <laughs> hey, Dan. <laughs> should, should I go see the movie? Hey, Ryan. Yes. Uh, he asked me, said, hey, did they stand up? Did people applause when the movie was over? I'm like, yeah, people were clapping and like hooting and hollering. The movie's over. He goes, same with me. He goes, that's unusual that. Huh. And he went and saw it twice. He saw it by himself and with some friends. He's like, both times people clapped when it was over. I'm like, yeah, it's not. At the end of Disaster Artist yeah. or The Room? At uh, uh, the end of Disaster Artist. <laughs> I think they clap quite a bit at the end of The Room because it's just kind of a thing to do. <laughs> like, yay, we saw the shit. I yay! survived. My eyes are melting. <laughs> and you also want to prize? Yeah, our our short film we did for the our a Dark Christmas Festival won oh. uh, best film and best director. Woo-hoo. Oh, wow. so, yeah. awesome! Congratulations! No, yeah. no best mustachioed first no. man or anything like that. I didn't. I didn't win best best actor or anything. <laughs> the kid win win anything? Uh, no. Oh. Well, well, she was in the project that won Best Film, and she was on the screen most of the time. Well, so. there was that. So. Yeah. yeah, that was awesome. So, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. It's a participation trophy for. <laughs> <laughs> you millennials and your participation <sighs> trophies. No, we deserved it. <laughs> you did. It was really good. I really, really enjoyed the film. I actually added a link to it on our previous episode, ah, on last okay. week's episode. 
but then I realized that we really only talked about it during the Patreon portion. So well, maybe we'll we'll put it out on on the actual Facebook page because I put it up on YouTube now as well. Oh, so. nice. Yes, yes, you should. Uh, and then I'll post a link for it again on this episode. Okay, if I remember. <laughs> what have you been doing, Mister uh, Larimer? Uh, it's been a fairly mellow week. I mean, you know, just kind of work, and I took today off and ended up ended up dealing with my daughter and her her broken car. Uh, the whole time she was driving down from Logan, her her four wheel drive kind of fucked up on her, and the engine was smoking because she has an oil leak that was spraying all over the place, and so yeah, just a whole lot. It's old car. Problems. Uh, what kind of car is it? Uh, a Tahoe, Chevy mm-hmm. Tahoe. So, um, when <laughs> when I when I bought it for her, uh, or I mean, we bought it kind of both of us together. I helped her out, but uh, all all those years ago, it was a, a CNG car. It was it was uh, it was a conversion, so it could mm. run on CNG or or on natural gas or on regular gas because I was big into CNG at the time. And, um, she drove it for a number of years until finally, uh, we had to actually rip the whole CNG system out for certain safety reasons and things like that. Yeah, it's going to blow and, up. So we had to well, take it out. Driving a bomb. <laughs> for it had, it, safety reasons. It had developed a couple of leaks and things like that. So we <laughs> took it in to get it fixed. And the CNG place we took it into, apparently, I guess I don't know as much as I, the CNG place I took it into told me that Oh my God! This this CNG system, this tank you have, is like the worst rated tank you could possibly get, and it's like an explosion hazard. Oh, jeez! <laughs> and and I put my daughter in yeah. this damn thing, <laughs> and she's like filling up high pressure natural gas and driving around with high pressure natural gas in her back seat. I mean, I'm like the worst fucking father ever. <laughs> Apparently, so, she never got into a car accident with it. No, she never got in a car accident. But yeah, so we we stripped all of that out. But it's still an old Tahoe, so it's it's starting to have you know wear and tear. Yeah. Um, well, she, luckily she, she has actually, dad to help her out. Uh, yeah, look. So she has she has me. The car might not be fixed by the time she has to go back up to Logan. And Logan has a lot more snow, especially mm-hmm. in the canyon, mm. going up to Logan. Up through and Sardine. If her if her four wheel drive isn't working, I'm not sure I want her trying to go up that big hill. Going up there in just two wheel drive, even in a Tahoe. So I'm like, well, okay, so maybe she'll leave the Tahoe here. I'll give her my Jeep, and she can take my Jeep up, and then I'll we'll finish getting her car fixed, and then we'll swap back. And that's probably what I'll end up doing, but the end result of that is I'll never see her again. <laughs> because she loves sorry, sorry Dad, she, I'm busy. She loves my Jeep <laughs> and she will never bring it back. <laughs> I will never again see my daughter. I love you, Dad. Thank you so much. It was great knowing Every you. Time, oh, I was going to come down this weekend, but uh I just continued living my life. <laughs> <laughs> Something yeah. Something came up, and I decided uh, I had other things to do. So after, yeah. So after this weekend, I, I might end up losing my Jeep. So, but sorry, Dad, I went to the Jeep Jamboree in Moab. That's what you yeah. get for putting her in a fucking death trap, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess. So yeah, I we'll see what happens there, but huh? 
Well, that sounds exciting. Uh, about the only thing new with me, I got a raise. Yay for my yay. seven year. Nice. Oh, I was like, did you, my God, you, this, according to your Facebook, you didn't get that that promotion yet, though. <laughs> no, I just got my regular seven step year increase. step increase. Yeah. yeah. Um, still haven't heard about the job. I did get an email today saying that Wait I hadn't month. heard about the job, which I already knew, <laughs> and that it could be another couple months. So, not holding my breath on it, but I don't know. We'll have to see how that all goes. I did deliver my. War on Christmas. <clears throat> oh, Pardon me, Jesus. Puberty. I did deliver my War on Christmas talk on Sunday. Mm-hmm. That was that was fun. People seemed to enjoy it. It was the first time I've delivered that particular talk, though. And, you know, I told you guys last week that I hadn't really started writing anything out. Yeah. And just the more I researched and the more I got into it, it was like the more rabbit trails and, you know, just points that i could totally go down one path or another and so then it was did you talk about how the the pilgrims had the first war on christmas the puritans the puritans yeah yeah. uh yes i did but i mean there's just so many things like individual parts of christmas you know like wreaths and trees and yule logs and stockings each one of those things has its own little story and history about how it came to be part of the traditional christmas Mm -hmm. that we now celebrate and so then it was, well, what, you know, do I try to include all of these different things and all of their stories or just the history of how the the entire holiday came to be? It ended up being a little bit of a mishmash of both. And so, yeah, it, mean, it went well. It yeah. sounds like, I mean, it sounds like a whole book. I mean, I, I, oh, yeah, book hasn't could, been authored already. Yeah. A whole book can be authored around this. Oh, easily. Yeah. Uh, and so to try to condense whatever into, you know, an hour talk where really you'd only be talking for half hour to 40 minutes and then have a Q&A. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. It was hard trying to figure out what to condense down and- Especially when on that subroom, there's a lot of historical references. And yeah, and depending on which way you want to go with it, there's a lot of rabbit holes you can go down. Oh, yeah. So, well, I mean, and I was doing it late into Saturday night, you know, like one one thirty, and then thought, oh, okay, well, I'll just finish it up tomorrow. And then the next morning I got up before- you know, I'm supposed to deliver my talk at two and I get up and have my coffee and do whatever and go go into my office and start writing stuff and making more slides. And then, you know, as I start researching more stuff and trying to tie what I'd already had to like bringing it all together and getting an end point and I don't know, like I had this this little bit of panic set in and I went into Tracy and I'm like, I don't know what to do. There's all these things and I'm not sure how to wrap it up. And and I got an hour. Yeah, she was she was able to wrangle me, calm me down a little bit. Like, just do this; it'll be fine. You got great stuff there already. She's she was my rock. Like, that's, well, I mean, she's she is the project manager. I yes, mean, that's yes. that's her yeah. that's her role and in life is the you project are manager. The project. I am she the is, project. <laughs> she is very most. good at, at <laughs> managing projects. So. Yeah, yeah. Thankfully, she was like, I've had a few moments in my life where I've had like a moment of panic or or anxiety and I'm always able to just talk myself down or you know get my mind off of it and think about something else but I was just I started spiraling and I'm just like I don't know what to do because this is it and I got this and then there's other things I want to talk about and I'm not sure to wrap it up or tie it into this and then I got to do the ending and I've only got like two more hours to do this I'm fucking freaking out and I don't know what to do but yeah she 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 got me out of the spiral and I completed what I wanted to get done and went and delivered it and it went really well. 
lots of good questions, good crowd, and yeah, it was a lot of fun. Cool. Yeah. I'll have to. Sorry, I missed it. I, I really, I, I was hoping to come. I, I wanted to come, but kind of work spiraled out, and I. Oh yeah. So. Well, and, and Ryan went to a movie. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks for your support, I, I have, guys. Appreciate it. <laughs> Actually, I was we were I was on the way to the movie, and Sarah's like, "Hey, isn't Dan's talk today?" I'm like, "Yeah, I kind of feel bad we're going to a movie." So. <laughs> no, I, in fact, I. I, I mean, I either you, that either anybody you see one disaster artist or oh! you see another one. <laughs> Should we go and see a disaster or see the disaster artist? artist. That's, you clearly wanted to see the artist. Uh, so Tra- Tracy gave me uh, my Christmas present tonight, which I from both of you, which mm-hmm. I very much appreciate. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lovely present. It's, <laughs> it's a, an ashtray. With with a very sad looking uh, Jesus with the thorn crown, and it says uh, Jesus hates it when you smoke, because Tracy has never much cared for my or anyone else's smoking, uh, for good reason. But and so you know this would be a dissuader for me to smoking. But I'm I'm <laughs> I'm actually thinking, like excited. To I'm use actually it. thinking that you know I mean the idea of putting out my cigarette in Jesus's face, <laughs> right in the eye. Just I mean there's just something appealing to that. So it it might kind of uh, you know when we saw it in the store, she's like, oh, I need to get this for granted. I'm like, well, yeah, but that. Kind of like if I were still smoking, I would be excited to be smoking and then, <laughs> and then to be able to put my cigarette out on Jesus's face and know yeah. that it's making him sad. I mean, you know, I, I want to be one of those guys with the whips. I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 spear, the spear, the spear, spear poking at him. <laughs> uh, no, I, yeah. I, I'm not that much of an asshole. But yeah, I was like, I, I don't know if this is going to maybe encourage Grant to smoke more. If he's got this nice ashtray that he can make Jesus more I, well, upset. No, I'm, I'm, I'm either going to smoke or not smoke, regardless of whatever ashtray. Yeah, that's that's what I figured. So, eventually, <laughs> I might switch over to vaping 100. percent I can't. It's still comical. It's it's still fun. He his eyes are so sad. So I'm trying I'm trying to look at him I'm like are his eyes open or are they just really red like he's stoned? I don't. He's he's been looks crying like he's, an awful lot. It looks like he's looking up to heaven, and and he's just so sad. Yeah, there's no white left in those eyes. Smoker, why have you forsaken me? <laughs> <laughs> My daddy shall send you to hell. Well, but thank you for the thank you for the Christmas. You are quite it's welcome, much sir. Appreciated. Uh, have I already mentioned that we're going to do pretty much just a clip show yeah. this evening yeah. that should be a whole lot of fun. Uh, let's, let's start doing that in just a moment. Okay. All right. I am Jim Helton, regional director for American Atheists and president of the Tri-State Freethinkers, and you're listening to Godless Revolution. I just wish you could at least pretend to support me. I support you every single day, honey. I pray for you. Yeah, what do you say? I say, dear Heavenly Father, please protect my Bridget. She's a little lost. She's like a sheep. Please guide her. Okay, I'm a sheep. You're a beautiful sheep, Bridget. I didn't say you were a pig. I'd rather be a pig. Than a sheep? Yeah, because pigs are smart. Yeah, well, you know what? What? Sheeps Sheeps can make clothing. Pigs can only make bacon, and Jewish people don't even eat that. Please stand by. The Godless Revolution will continue in a moment. Hey, everybody. We're the Utah Outcasts, and we want you to listen to our show. We're a rowdy bunch 
super liberal atheists that reside in the state of Utah who bring you current events and featured content on a semi-weekly basis. Whether it's us poking fun at the religious right or ranting at the world in which we all reside, we want to borrow your ears for about an hour twice a week. Hey, and don't forget to tell them the best part about it. Oh, yeah. The show's free for all. It is indeed. So if you like free, we're available through iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, Google Play, Patreon, and even in full HD video via YouTube. Give us a listen. You won't be sorry. Rejoining the Godless Revolution podcast now. Right Wing Watch has these numbered from 1 to 10. We're going to start at the bottom of the list. Yeah. I thought it was interesting. Actually, Ryan noticed it during the break that Pat Robertson makes the top 10 list on Right Wing Watch three different times. In fact, he is the only person who is on the list more than once at all. And he has three of the top 10 spots for their most popular posts of the year. Well, he might also pop up in number five. 10 right away and protection about Possibly. It could be. So he may have like four spots. We'll have yeah. to find out for sure. But we're going to go through the list. They have it listed from one to 10. We're going to go backward. We're going to start ten. with number 10. Yep. Uh, this is Pat Robertson says that multiple sclerosis is demonic and can be healed once rebuked. What? How do you rebuke? How do you rebuke a you, disease? So you look the disease in the cells and go, I <laughs> I rebuke you in I the cast name you of out. Jesus. <laughs> I cast you out. In the name out of Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> and welcome back to the 700 Club. It's time to bring it on with your email questions. We're going to start with Tiffany. She writes, first, I just want to say I love you. Well, we love you too. Um, I've been extremely ill for almost seven years. I pray. I read the Bible. I've asked for healing and have been prayed over many times. What hurts the most is that I feel abandoned by God when I have loved him so much. I have MS. <laughs> I am. I love I'm him sorry. so much. And he's abandoned me. God just keeps giving me these diseases. It's like the praying. absent father or, yeah. you know, absent husband, whatever. I keep letting men lay their hands all over my body and nothing works. <laughs> I am chemically and environmentally sensitive, which means I am allergic to many everyday things. There are only a few foods that I can eat. I feel forsaken. I've been watching your show for a long time now, waiting for my name to be called when you have a word of knowledge. And I'm so happy for those who say they are healed. But is healing not for everyone? How tragic is that, that she has this terrible, debilitating disease and thinks that God has abandoned her, and yeah. maybe she's done something to deserve yeah, this she, disease. she doesn't deserve to be healthy. Yeah, because, well, you know, most evangelicals say that we're born in sin anyway, yeah. and everybody, you know, everybody's a rotten sinner who deserves hell, and it's only through grace and faith in yeah. God that you can get to heaven and avoid hell and all of that. They teach you that you're fucking broken, yeah. so you have people like this poor woman who has been indoctrinated into a faith and taught that basically she deserves to be sick. Yeah. And to her, she's followed the playbook. She's done every play correctly. She's doing what the book says to do and God won't help her. Nothing's, nothing's working and her life is just miserable and terrible. And she feels bad because God isn't healing her. Well, I feel bad for her that she thinks that she's done something to deserve this. I also wonder in a way if people that are kind of like this, if your doctor says, hey, you need to do this, this, and this, and they go, oh, okay. 
They go home. They don't do the things the doctor says, but they pray a shitload, hoping that that will fix it. Oh, yeah. Prayer will fix everything. Yeah. It can move mountains. Of course, it never does. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen one move yet. <laughs> you can take a tumor out, I've, I've heard. Uh, yeah, the whole. Oh, yeah. If you just rub it the right way. Just rub it yeah. the right uh-huh. way. Right. No, when Jesus was here on earth, he healed everybody who came to him. There was not one person who came to Jesus who he turned back. He, so, he, in other words, you haven't come to Jesus yet. Yeah. Oh. You're, you're, not, you're not truly of Jesus. Apparently, your faith is falling short. Yeah. That's, so, it is your fault, lady. It is your fault that you're not healthy. Oh, and also, according to him, Jesus would help everyone. And isn't it weird how all of these miracles happened back in, you know, oh, yeah. the days when nobody had thousands of years any ago. way of recording, recording this kind of austerity? No. It's all passed down story. And isn't it amazing how no matter how faithful anyone is, Jesus has never regrown a limb? No. Never, ever, ever. Ever, ever. Even in modern times of the most faithful of all the amputees we have. Never once has he regrown a limb. Well, it's because he hates amputees, really. Well, yeah. Jesus. (laughs) Well, we've never seen anybody that's been terminally ill get turned around just because of prayer. No. Well, I'm sure it happens all the time. You, well, you, we, I, I mean, I hear stories all the time about these nutcases who say that they have resurrected people, yeah. that they've cured them of disease. Clearly, they're lying shitbags, but then well, you get gullible people who have been indoctrinated their entire lives into thinking that they're bad and broken. And then they hear that this man of God who has a direct line to the, to the invisible sky wizard can fix you. It's like that that priest that was in was it West Africa? He's on the west coast of Africa, one of the uh, poor, the poorer areas, where he had said he had resurrected people and everything, and he told them, "Hey, bury me in this box, and I will resurrect in in three days." And they buried him. The box collapsed on him. They dug him up, and they were still waiting for him to be resurrected. <laughs> like, no, it's that's called a rotting corpse. It's gonna happen. You shoulda. Should have left him in the ground. Pastor He's, smells really bad. It's like He's Roy, done. It's like Roy Moore. Eventually, you know, God's going to come around and, and you know, help And him. set things yeah. right. And yeah. set things right. He, he gave him some tests sometimes. He made him struggle sometimes. But Which is a dick move, yeah. right? What a fucking dick. Like, if you're already suffering, well, I'm going to make you suffer just a bit more. Yeah. I got to yeah. test you. Make sure that you're worthy before I fix you. It's like if I hung out in a burning building, I'm getting burnt, and I'm like, no, it's just God's just testing me. Well, and, and, It'll and, stop. and here's the beauty of it: He only tests certain people. Yeah, a vast majority of people he never tests. Yeah, but but this one poor woman with MS, and what does she get out of this supposed test that no one else gets? She gets tested. No one else gets multiple sclerosis. Well, like her. If she passes a test, she gets to go to heaven. But so <laughs> does everybody else. Yeah, but this this is her. I mean, she goes straight All through the direct other line. Non MS people get to go to heaven too. Yeah, but her. This is her test. She's got a little more challenging of a test. I mean, you know what's uh, really sad about it is that religious people can twist all of it to fit their own narrative, right? Yeah, like, they can if it. I were to go to her and say, "I'm an atheist. I don't have a debilitating health issue like you. I don't have MS. Yeah. I, you know, I'm in pretty decent health. Never prayed in my life. Yeah, well, ne- well probably when I was younger. But yeah. other people of faith are tested by whether or not they need, whether they're going to go to Chili's or Red Lobster for dinner tonight. Yeah. <laughs> That's their big test, and they get to go to the exact same fucking heaven as the MS girl. Yeah, 
But I mean, I could go to her and say that, you know, I'm perfectly healthy and I actively work against God. And it would be twisted into saying, well, you're just another test. You're just another <laughs> yeah. test that, you know, okay, well, I could, you know, God doesn't exist and I should just abandon my faith, but that's just testing me. I need to remain faithful and eventually God will fix it. It's like, well, and if why, he doesn't, it's because he's just testing me again and my reward will be that much greater when I get to heaven. Then why doesn't God just strike down the atheist? Because we're all here as a test, Ryan. Yeah, but she's already got a big test with MS. Well, but everybody has their own individual tests. Yeah, but and, and, and I don't, and, I don't and, interact with everybody. And we all have free will. Right. To to choose to be atheists or not. And and God is not going to interject in our free will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but every single one was healed that he came to Jesus. Now listen, I have dealt with MS. I have seen MS miraculously healed. Bullshit. I, I know this sounds strange, but I do believe that there's a spiritual component in MS that's like a demonic. And it's one of those things that you literally have to cast out. But I. So she is possessed by a demon for some reason. That likes to attack her nervous system. And isn't it weird that it's always faithful people who are possessed by demons? Like, yeah. atheists don't get possessed no, by demons, they, right? No, we, no. Get, we get sick. <laughs> we yeah. get mentally ill. Mm. We, we don't have demons, no. But I have seen people with MS get up out of a wheelchair and push the wheelchair out of the room where we were. Yeah. Which doesn't really fucking surprise me because I've known people with MS. You have good days and you have yeah. bad days. Are you on your medication or are you off? You know, and are they using are that wheelchair to balance? Yeah. Are you having a flare-up right now? Are you in a wheelchair because occasionally you do have flare-ups and you just don't want to fall? So there are times when you can get up out of it and walk? And yeah. Yeah, that's not fucking surprising. No. That's how the disease works. I mean, I've seen it. I've, I've been involved in it. But... It is a horrible thing. It's a wasting disease that just eats all the energy and the fiber and everything. <laughs> no, you don't know what it is. He doesn't know what the fuck <laughs> he he's doesn't talking know what about. It is. <laughs> um, I would recommend, among other things, that you check with an endocrinologist to see if there's something, some chemical. Oh, check, with, a, why, oh, why, check sure. with the doctor. Why does she have to go to a doctor? Yeah. Mm. I mean, why not pray to God? I mean, he's saying Jesus cures everybody yeah. who comes to him. Yep. Why I, does she need a doctor? Well, I thought this was a demonic disease that you have to cast out. Which is why you go to Jesus. Oh, he wants her to go to a witch doctor. That's oh. what it is. <laughs> Some chemical or something that could be done that would build up that immune system that you've got or something that you're eating that's causing the problem. But you he mean, doesn't you know mean what the a, fuck he's talking you mean about. a cure... <laughs> Uh, developed by science. Yeah. You need, in the name of Jesus, to rebuke that thing and to in the, Oh, my God. Body. In the name of Jesus, <laughs> go to science. In the name of Jesus, go see a doctor. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. Well, Jesus made all the endocrinologists too, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> In your body, you will be whole. <laughs> no, you won't. You have multiple sclerosis. Uh, it's uh, You have a disease that there is no cure for. No yeah. There cure are treatments. There are treatments that will help, help manage it. <sighs> but it's still going to be your I, death. This reminds me of there's this uh, there's this discipline called uh, integrated awareness. It's it's one of those like alternative healing things. 
Mm. And it's integrated a, awareness. Integrated awareness. Yeah. That's what it's called. And, and the principle of it from a friend of mine who does, does this is that through the process of, so apparently it can help uh, alleviate cancer. Okay. And it alleviates cancer through massage. And apparently, through, apparently there's a certain way to massage which triggers quantum teleportation. Is this Reiki? Wow. It's, it's in the same family as Reiki. This sounds it's, way it's more advanced. Same, it's, it's in the same kind of uh, well, I never, umbrella I never, of alternative th- healing like, like Reiki. <laughs> yeah, I, I've never heard of Reiki doing any quantum anything. <laughs> so, But integrated awareness does quantum teleportation. And when you massage someone just right, it quantum teleports cancer cells out of the body Somewhere else. I think that's called Are they just masturbation. Talking about people in other universes is that what's <laughs> yeah, going on? That's how the I people here got it. Is somebody else in another somebody, universe. bizarro world teleporting the cancer cells <laughs> uh, into you? I, yeah, we I just need know. to find that other universe and destroy them. It's I, I I have a friend who does this and Reiki and and various other things, and it drives me up the fucking <laughs> wall. I. She hooks me up to these devices and these machines uh-huh. that say I have like worms in my What's stomach and shit like that. <laughs> Is it like the Scientology type things? They're eating meters. My feet in these like water baths that turn dirty because my feet are fucking dirty. <laughs> but that's the that's the negative energy <laughs> that's being sucked oh. out of my body through my feet. It's oh, it's fucking crazy. Uh. Going through this, but yeah. <laughs> how many how many crystals has she prescribed you? She does crystals. She she yeah. I, she hasn't done crystals with me. She's hooked me up to this like uh, electroshock thing, <laughs> <laughs> where where it stimulates shocks in my muscles. Okay. And so like she'll hook this thing up. And I'll be like, <laughs> 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 uh, it doesn't hurt. She's just yeah. shocking it you. Just, the shit out of me. Well, it's not shocking me. It's not like a taser. It's well, just I, triggering muscle. Yeah. Uh-huh. Triggering muscles. So my muscles just without, just all of a sudden jump. Just, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm sitting here for 10 minutes, just kind of like an epileptic. Kinda. <laughs> See, I, I have and one apparently of those that's too. supposed to do something. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah, it loosens your muscles up. Well, yeah, I mean, it's very relaxing at the yeah. end. Yeah, that can be, that's what at I, the I, end. I got one of those too because like, like for like wildland season like that, I'm like, I'm, working hard and my mall my muscles are all tight and i'm getting cramps i'll take it and put it on my legs and it'll just kind of flex the muscle and help out with cramps in my legs or yeah and but, I, i've i've really i've really tried to approach her because she's not an unreasonable person but i've tried to approach her with kind of a scientific reasoning here and she'll she'll get a new device where she'll hook something up to my finger that will tell me that i have like worms in my stomach and various things that doctors apparently aren't able to find. Oh. Yeah, I, they check your poop. Well, those doctors, what do they so, know? So, so I'm like, well, okay. So how how about we test this out? You know, we'll do the test now, and then I'll come back in a couple of days and we'll do it again and see if they're exactly equal. Mm-hmm. And they weren't. They were wildly different. Yeah. In one case, I was like infested with these like parasites, <laughs> and the second time I was thetans. <laughs> yeah. And yet it's still rationalized as, as a valid device that she paid like $10,000 for. Holy fuck. 
It was, oh, it's absurd. It's amazing. <laughs> I want to meet her. The belief <laughs> systems of the- I want her to do tests on me. Yeah. We should do that as a video. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Document yes. it. She should come on the show. She's she's the one I help out with her computer stuff a lot of times and and. She struggles. can't hook up a machine that will make it flex. And... She struggles to understand how to scroll down in a Tell word, her to put it word, in a foot word document. Mm. <laughs> I like. I jumped to the page two in a Word document. She's like, "Oh wait, how'd you do that?" I'm like, "How'd I do what? How'd you get to sorcerer? The, so, how did you move the page? How'd you, how'd you get to the next page?" She can like, quantumly remove cancer, but she can't use a mouse. <laughs> no, <laughs> exactly. Gotcha. She 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 struggles with the uh, the computer devices. She sounds mm. special. Yes, she's a, <laughs> she's a wonder. I mean, she's a very good old friend of families. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, I, I struggle with some of her alternative medicine. I'm I'm of the alternative medicine would be called medicine. What, what how's that phrase? When, when alternative medicine is proven to work, it's, it's called, called medicine. medicine. Yeah. yeah, that's that's my general belief but hi this is megan kennedy i'm a speaker with the satanic temple you can find me on twitter at six moments and you're listening to the godless revolution bridget what you should try praying i'm not gonna pray i'm not gonna pray to god i'm sorry yeah well you know what you tell that to god because he carried Uh, that guy across the sand and there was one set of footprints bridget the dumbest thing i've ever heard then here how about this you pray to the virgin mother she's my favorite mine too mothers cannot be virgins well mary can she was blessed by the holy spirit mary was forced to have that baby Bridget. I'm sorry, but Matthew and Luke and whoever did some stuff to her. I don't want to hear it, Bridget. And then called it an angel baby. Okay, listen to me. That is the mother of God you're talking about. We're all stuck praying to this angel baby. What are you talking about? I am on Mary's side. I am Team Mary. There are no teams. Yeah. There are no teams in the Bible. You are helping them get away with (gasps) it. Bridget, it's just blasphemous. That's what it is, and I don't really like it. I am sorry to break it to you, but there's not some old bearded guy in the sky watching over us. You and the Godless Revolution will be reassimilated in three, two, one. Number nine on the list is Cindy Jacobs. God wants Christians to be rich, so Jews become jealous and convert. Is this is this just a, a, a joke on how Jews have money and save uh-huh. pennies? Uh-huh. Yeah, this is just anti-Semitic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it really is. Uh, let's, so, let's... so because Jews are rich, then they must inherently be right. Okay. I mean, isn't that the reverse of our argument? Whoever has the money must be correct. Yeah. Hmm. Well, money and power. Well, it's it's just it's not necessarily that they're correct, but their love of money would you know if you make them want to become a Christian, right? If you can get Christians to be rich, then the Jews would be like, oh. Well, I can be Christian and be rich too. Well, well then, Mazel Tov. Let's all be let's all be Christians <laughs> let's, now. Let's forget our heritage and go be <laughs> get rid of this Jewy stuff. I'm sick of bagels. <laughs> I want to read a Bible verse to you about us. 
If you are born again, according to Romans 11:17, it says, but if some of the branches were broken off and you Gentiles, that's us, being like a wild olive shoot, were grafted in among them to share with them the rich root of the olive tree. Now that's, again, typology. What is symbology? What does that mean? I don't, I don't even know what you just know. fucking said. <laughs> it means that what the Jews have, we have. However, we have more when we're in Christ because the Holy Spirit is inside us, empowering us to do the good works we're called to do. No, Jews I'm can't on. have that. No, they can't do good works. <laughs> they are not called to do anything. <laughs> that's not the Holy Spirit inside you. That's indigestion. I'm, just, I'm sorry. That's the burrito you had for lunch. Yeah. Too much fried food, my eat, friend. Eat more bagels. Your tummy will feel better. <laughs> <laughs> kosher. Kosher, people. <laughs> Amen? And so I want you to get excited about this, you know, because... You know, I mean, I know uh, I was in China and a lot. We were talking about the Jews of China and how the blessing came, and we were tracing some of the Jewish history of China and so forth. Wait a minute. But I want to say. Does China have a big Jewish population? Oh, a giant Jewish community. I, I don't know. <laughs> I honestly, no, I mean, it's an honest question. Well, I, I know. Never, yeah. I'd never heard of a huge Jewish center in China. There might be, but I know China has state sanctioned religions. Well, and there's that. Yeah, I've heard they kind of. And they only, because I know that's state sanctioned, and I think majority of the religions on the state sanctioned religions are a lot of the, you know, uh, Abrahamic religions and some yeah. of the uh, uh, the Buddhist ones. But if you're an outshoot of any of those, you're fucking done. Like Scientology ain't allowed. I just, I just don't see a lot of Chinese people walking around with yarmulkes. <laughs> no. You know, I, I just, I can't say as a. <laughs> I'm not making fun of the Jews or the Chinese. I, it's just something I haven't seen. I, I must admit that I have not seen either. Or, or that you know, I have with, not seen that either. With, yeah. with the twirly, you know, the, the long well, they probably burns, can't grow yeah, that anyway. Side, twirly sideburn things. But isn't China a fairly atheistic country? There's not, a, it's not a majority religious. I mean, I, I don't know what it or, is now. Or I, a lot, I, there's a lot of the, the, the Buddhist type religions that are, yes. that are not theist, they're non-theistic religions where a lot of them aren't Christian or Abrahamic like we yeah. have. I mean, well, it, used to be, it used to be hardcore secular. I'm, I'm yeah. not sure if they – It's still a very secular country, yeah. but they – I don't know if it's forced by law. Uh, no, I don't. No. Honestly, I don't know. I, it's, I, I know it's, it's mainstream religions that are allowed. If you have an offshoot of a mainstream religion, they'll shut you down. So, but what she's saying is she's really excited. Everyone should be excited about getting the Jews out of Judaism and into Christianity. <laughs> Let's get those Jews to be Christians. I think she just has Let's a problem. Let's get excited about that. I think she has I, an issue with Jews, I think. Well, and I think it's funny that you have a woman on stage preaching from the Bible who must not have read the Bible passage that says women shouldn't yeah, teach and be, you or, know, speak or, in church. So. Or telling a man what to do. Yeah. Well, unless the entire audience is women. I mean, you know, maybe there's that. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> there's a lot of purple up there. But I want to say to you purple? that <laughs> one of the things I believe that's going to bring a great harvest of Jews is oh, a the great Christ harvest of Jesus Christ. Christ. Are you eating them? Oh is this Thanksgiving and you're Holy harvesting shit. the Jews for a fucking meal? A great oh. harvest of Jews. What the fuck? Is I, I know another guy in history who, who had, 
you know, dreams of harvests of Jews. But yeah, this, Hitler harvesting but this fits, Jews. This fits with with her religious narrative, right? That they're not really people. They're the Jews. Jews. We need Jews. to harvest them. They're, yeah. they're things to you know bring collect. into the yeah, yeah. to collect. Ugh. You know, like 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 uh, little figurines and shit like that. Yeah, they're just ticks on God's headboard about who about who oh. worships him the correct way. That sounded horrible. Oh my god! Yeah, the the phrasing of that was awful. I know that's not what she meant. But the are, phrasing are you was, though? I yeah. think I think it no, might I mean, have been she, exactly. She's how not she talking meant. Hitler like. Oh know, no! Yeah, thing. no. That's what I'm saying. No, she's she not, wants to harvest their money. Well, harvest, yeah, and their souls. Yeah. Is the Christians becoming so profoundly wealthy? And I'm not going to read it to you out of Romans 11, but it goes on and it talks about that. That it's going to make them jealous. The wealth and the riches that we're able to attain is going to make them jealous. Do you think our poverty is going to make a Jew jealous? Come off it. No. Because Jews are only concerned about money. That is their only concern. And there's no poor Jews. Yeah, they'll never be able to see somebody who is not Jewish and is happy for whatever reason and be, you know, envious of that person's happiness because the only thing they care about is money. Is money. Bunch of fucking what are they not hobbits? Who uh Gollum? Orcs no. or goblins who who works at Hogwarts or not Hogwarts? Uh. Gringotts. You're talking about oh, in oh, Harry Gringotts. Potter. Oh, okay. I was thinking Lord of the Rings and the Miners. No, yeah. In in Harry Potter, I, I can't remember if they're whoever. Yeah, whoever are the bankers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. No, we are meant to prosper. Why? Because they understand in their culture that obedience to God brings blessing. So if if Christians no. are meant to prosper. Then why aren't Christians inherently prospering? Why it's aren't just Christians another test, rich? Grant? Why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why? I mean, why are there so many Christians in trailer parks all across Alabama and Georgia and all that who are not prospering? Yeah. Why is it the more impoverished an area is, the more religious it is? Yeah. Because they need God. They With need God to set things right for them. Crosses on their they're walls. They're doing what they can and, and they're just not making it. Pictures of Jesus mm-hmm. and, and all that shit. And they're not prospering. My name is Dr. Karen Garst. I am the author of Women Beyond Belief, Discovering Life Without Religion. I also have a blog at www.faithlessfeminist.com. You can find me on Facebook at Faithless Feminist. And Twitter, I'm at Karen underscore Garst. And you are listening to The Godless Revolution. Peace be with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming out, y'all. Oh, boy. What a turnout. Uh, Well, it is a big day. Today, we answer mankind's most pressing question. Namely, what the hell's going on? Now, Preacher Custer here argues not only is there a God, he's going to call him down right into this room, and we're all going to talk to him. Ain't that right, Preacher Custer? Something like that. What I say, my position in all of this is that Preacher Custer, like every single preacher, priest, and holy man since the dawn of time, is full of shit. The only true God, the only real God, 
is the god of meat. The next rant will start right after this. Here follows a public service announcement for the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast. <laughs> Greetings, Americans. Over here in London, we are well aware that not all of you are loud, xenophobic, racist, sexist, religious nuts. But many of your politicians who display these frightful traits seem to be quite popular. Particularly a certain wall-obsessed, small-handed, best word-using, daughter-perving, war-inciting, candy-floss-headed clown. To those of you who choose to follow such balderdash, we strongly recommend not to listen to the two sceptical chaps. It probably won't be your cup of tea. Otherwise, give us a listen. Each episode, we cover any news or current affairs from across the globe. Things that annoy or delight us. That's two, as in the number two. And sceptical with a K. The wrong way to spell it. Cheerio! Thanks for listening. Now back to the show. Wayne Allen Root comes in at number eight on our list, or actually on Right Wing Watch's list of the top ten most top ten most popular posts that they've made throughout the year. He says uh, the the title of this is Wayne Allen Root tells men never to date a liberal woman who hates Trump because she'll cut your peepee off. Hmm. <laughs> 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 Time to hide the knives. Apparently, he can't use big boy words. <laughs> find me a woman who's a feminist and a liberal and likes cats, and I will find you someone who ought to be in an insane asylum every single time. Hey, go- a woman who is liberal and likes cats is automatically insane. Uh, I I don't know where the correlation is. Uh, well, she's liberal, so she's probably insane anyway. Okay. Then you add cats in there, and that's just a whole other bag of crazy. Hmm. Guys, if any of you out there are single, and you ever meet a woman who admits to being a liberal and hating Trump, and when you get to her house, she's got cats, run for your life. <laughs> oh, oh, like should I okay. should I pack running shoes with me all the time, or just have a bicycle on the go? Well, no, no, I mean, no, because if you have a bicycle, you're liberal. I mean, no, you would be in your, like, you know, Ford. Yeah, F- but I am, I am a you'd, liberal. You'd be in your Ford F-150. Oh, okay. But yeah. I'm not, I'm not a douchebag. Yeah, I have a Ford yeah. F-150. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I like to think I'm not a douchebag most yeah, of the time. Yeah, I'm, I'm, when I get in our truck. <laughs> Run, 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 like those ads in Britain. Run and hide and tell other men to run and hide. A liberal woman. Just every guy as you're running down the street, stay away from this woman. Run and hide, run and hide. She has cats and she hates Trump. What are these ads in Britain telling men to run and hide and tell other men? (laughs) (laughs) Not the, they're not the... Stay calm and carry on, or whatever. Be calm and carry it's, on. It's, it's, it's run, run, and hide and tell other men. <laughs> and a hide. A liberal woman with cats. No man could ever live with a liberal woman with cats. She'll cut your peepee off, I promise you. <laughs> She'll cut well, your peepee off. Oh, I shit. promise you. What was, uh, was Bobbitt a uh, liberal or conservative? Uh, that's uh, a very good question. I don't know, yeah. Uh, Did I tell you guys that my ex-wife and I dressed up as John and Lorena Bobbitt for <laughs> oh, Halloween one year? Did you Did carry you, around a blood-covered walk, dildo? walk around with a hot dog in her hand? Well, so so my ex-wife dressed up in a dress. She just was. She had a dress on and heels, 
and a pair and of a, scissors, and a dark wig, and carried around a knife. And then I was in like a wife beater tee with a flannel shirt and jeans, and I just splashed yeah. like <laughs> fake blood all over in my groin area. And then I had then I had a a nylon stocking that we put cotton batting in, so it looked like a fleshy member that I just had like ha- dangling yeah. out of my pocket. And we were at my mom's house. <laughs> we were at my mom's house for her Halloween party, and we had our kids over there, and they're teeny tiny, like really young. They have no idea what our costumes are or anything like that. Yeah. They were young enough. They didn't know anything that was going on. But so we're at my mom's house, and I'm dressed that way. I've got this member hanging out of my pocket, like blood-soaked crutch, and the doorbell rings. And I'm like, I'll go get it. <laughs> so set my beer down, go grab the bowl of candy, go walking out to the door, open the door, and there's like this gaggle of kids out there, and I'm handing out candy. Oh, you look you look adorable. Oh, you're a scary ghost, you know. Oh, it's Superman, it's Batman, you know, all these kids. Yeah. And I'm handing out candy. I'm like, all right, well, happy Halloween. Have a great night. And I look up and their parents are standing there, and they're all just like <laughs> wide-eyed, <laughs> mouths agape, and I'm just like... I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck is wrong with these people? I'm like, uh, happy Halloween. Have a great night. And they all just kind of gave me this like little weak, little, weak, <laughs> weak little, little wave, wave <laughs> when, with these bewildered looks on their faces uh. and turned to leave. And I closed the door and I thought, well, that was really weird. And I, t- I turn around, go walking back in and I looked down and I was like, oh my God. I just answered the door with a dick hanging out of my pocket and a bloody crutch for all these little kids. And I'm like, oh, you look adorable. Isn't this great? Happy Halloween. (laughs) Liberals are mentally unstable and mentally insane. They're unhinged. Oh, well. Sounds like some protection. I'm talking to Bishop Bill. Oh, shut up, Bishop Bill. (laughs) Sounds like some protection. You know, honestly, I'm. I'm okay with that. I mean, you know, spread that message. I mean, it's more women for us, right? I mean, <laughs> I mean it kind of expands our dating pool. Yeah. The the percentages would the increase. The percentages or? are more in our favor if conservatives are avoiding all women with cats. May the odds be ever in your favor. I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we have number seven, Rick Wiles. Barack Obama is personally orchestrating a satanic sedition against President Trump. Now, my perspective is that we are witnessing a full-blown Marxist-Communist resistance movement, a revolution in America. Okay. The chief banker funding the Purple Revolution. Uh, purple, purple, <gasps> it's purple the Purple Revolution, revolution Grant. What, what is the Purple Revolution? I don't know, but they got to bring up the dragon. <laughs> I, it just it dawned on me. I I was called over here in such a rush. I didn't even have time. To I know. That's why I, I noticed. Like, oh, this no is purple. like my first appearance Pollution. without a purple shirt. Yeah, you're not wearing any purple. No purple. I didn't have time to change. What color is your underwear? What underwear? Just say it's. Uh, oh God, damn it! <laughs> right answer. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say, just say it's purple. I don't. I want to know that you're not wearing any underwear. <laughs> is billionaire George Soros and the chief community organizer directing the insurrection in the streets is none other than Barack Hussein Obama. He had to throw the Hussein in there. They always have to throw the Hussein in there. (laughs) The Purple Revolution is more than political resistance. It is sedition. Your Hernandez, Doc Burkhardt, and Edward Zoll are here with me today to discuss and analyze Today's top news headlines. 
Doc, it is sedition. I don't know what else to say about it. This is outright sedition it, it, for our audience. <laughs> what is sedition? What does that mean? Yeah. Sedition is, is yeah. an organized effort encouraging people to uh, resist and overthrow a legitimate government. Right. Uh, and we have laws in the United States. I love that the guy asks him what the definition is. So Wayne Allen or Rick Wiles gives him the definition, and then the guy's like, right. Yeah. Like, did you know what the definition was? And they're just agreeing that he got it right, or did you not know? Uh, yeah. Well, and who's who's the one being seditious? I mean, Barack Obama was the legitimate. Barack Hussein Obama. Yeah. Hussein and he Obama. wasn't a legitimate president. He was Muslim from Kenya. But what legitimate presidency did he overthrow? Oh, he's trying to overthrow Trump, I'm betting. The whole, the whole thing is bringing it yeah. all crashing down. The whole resist movement, that's Trump. I mean, Obama. <laughs> he, got, he got a majority of the votes. Uh -huh. That makes him the legitimate president. Uh -huh. I, I don't know what. In the United States, against sedition. In fact, today, Edward, I, I went in and I, I, I went to, um, you know, I, I got the, the federal code and I, I printed out a number of pages of what our sedition laws talk about and what the Democrats are doing in the news media. And the bureaucrats inside the, the Obama NISA bureaucrats inside the government agencies, what they are doing <laughs> inside the Obama. <laughs> inside, I well, mean, no, I, I, he, I, I'm pretty sure. So this is my guess. He wanted to say the Obama administration, uh -huh. but, there but isn't he one. cannot say the word administration. Otherwise, he's legitimizing it as an official well, this entity. Is, this is from so 10 months he, ago when Trump was already in office. Oh, OK. Oh. Well, that uh, puts a unique spin that on it. makes it even more confusing. Yeah. Well, Barack well, Obama is leading the people from the sidelines. And that's what I've... Uh, I've oh, oh, so Obama yes. is trying to overthrow he is, Trump. He is cattle prodding yes. them into oh, acts so this of doesn't sedition. Date back. Okay. No, and this no. is... I've heard this line of thought before already where it's saying Trump already has people in place still in the White House and in the CIA and FBI, and they're trying to undermine... Trump to get him out of office, and lately on Fox News, they've even been saying that this is a, a coup. A, uh, so you mean that Obama has these people in yeah, place? Yeah, Obama has these people in place, and they're trying to have a coup against Trump to get him out of office and take over this country, and that's what Mueller is doing right now. And Oh. Yeah. Except Mueller isn't a Trump appointee. Yeah. Or, I mean, uh, well, Obama, he's, Obama, he's not an Obama appointee. No. And he's, I mean, he's a fucking Republican. He was appointed by yeah, Bush. Yeah, and he's and he's all the Republicans are like, yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, yeah. Point is, these are acts of sedition, right? And looking from a, yeah. a Christian perspective, is that Kermit was, the Frog? It's, right, yeah. and looking at the, <laughs> the the Christian perspective, you're absolutely right, Rick. <laughs> but uh, but it's all complete fucking. Bullshit conspiracy theory, fucking nonsense. Hi, oh, Rick Wiles here. <laughs> <laughs> it's about this in the Bible. Too. Oh God, believe me, you want to get oh you God, get God worked up. You know what sedition <laughs> reminds him of? Rebellion. Yeah, Rebellion. and who's that remind him of? Witchcraft and Lucifer. Right, because it all goes right. back to Lucifer. What Lucifer did in heaven was commit sedition. Right. Um, didn't George Washington do uh, commit God's sedition kingdom. too? Yes. I will be like the most Yes. High. So all acts of sedition are inspired by Lucifer. 
Okay, so so when we rose up <laughs> against the British Empire, yeah, and and became a into you know Washington and you know that whole thing. That was inspired by Satan. Yeah, he yes. just he just called the founding fathers Satan. all Satan Satanists. <laughs> yeah, our 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 country was founded by Satan. Uh, that's awesome. That's the beauty of people who are this fucking indoctrinated and entrenched in their position, right? Is that they can't see past the thing that they're talking about right then. Yeah. So they they're it, the ones who totally miss the forest for the, the trees. Forest, uh, forest for the trees. I was thinking the same thing. And and he can he he's so laser focused on this one thing, this one point that he wants to get across that he'll undercut all previous arguments he's ever offered about anything in order to try to make this one fit exactly what he wants it to be. And there are foul taste in God's mouth. That's right. There are oh. foul taste in God's mouth. Yeah, you shouldn't have swallowed. <laughs> so people need to be very cautious about joining in a resistance movement because they are committing, not only breaking the laws of the nation, but they're breaking God's laws. Right. This is extremely dangerous for It's interesting you bring that up. I've been hearing a lot of pastors and pastors even that I know from different markets that I worked at preaching, even over the weekend, about being very careful in the, the movements, quote, that you start to join and comment on and how you comment. Yeah, because the words that we speak may come back and bite oh, yes. us later on. Every time. Every mm. time, especially if we're talking out of our asses. Yeah. Well, let's let's look at some of the things that are happening right now. Okay. I mean, we, you know, we know George Soros is in this. Right. He's up to his eyeballs. He's he's writing checks left and right, financing this movement. No, my, he's not. My gut feeling. I've never gotten a check yet. You know, intuition says. Oh, Barack you didn't? Obama I got mine. Oh, shit. He's on the phone day and night. <laughs> and he is directing. Uh, the protest, he's organizing, he's giving uh, clear instructions to the people what to do, how to carry it out. Why are there so many songs, uh, songs about, about Satan? <laughs> <laughs> I, I love this. I, I love this fanaticism about George Soros. I, uh, I yeah. mean, Democrats, liberals, we have one rich guy on our side. And and they're just fanatical. I mean, they've got all the, you know, they've got the Koch brothers, yeah. the, all the money and wealth on their side. We have one rich guy, and they just fanaticize about that's it what, because there's this one rich guy who won't come into the Republican fold. That's where I mean, uh, I know he's not the only one. There, there's a yeah, but yeah, they, they do always bring up George Soros, and I brought that up to a friend that I where he was doing the whole. Well, George Soros is doing this and this and this, and he's controlling the media and doing this. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? What about the Sinclair Group controlling media? What about the Koch brothers controlling yeah. media? There's way more uh, Republican entities that are fucking rich as hell, paying for shit, and Trump is getting called out for the fucking paying the people to be there when he walked down the fucking escalator yeah. now because he didn't ever fucking paid them. And the people you, are asking for their money. Did you see that article about Channel 2, Local 2? Yeah, how they're being Sinclair. sued. Oh, yeah. How, no, they're being fined. For, like, it's it was... Uh, millions of dollars. Yeah. Well, Sinclair is being fined because of what 2 News did and, and other subsidiaries. Cause, yeah, because they were yeah. playing advertisements. And they didn't say, hey, this is an advertisement. They, say it was, so they people presented an ad as news. Yeah. How much were they found? It seems like it was like thirteen million. Say, it was. It was yeah, a good, oh yeah, thirteen point four yeah, million dollars. Point four. But I mean, it, it wasn't Channel Two. It was Sinclair. But Channel Two was one of the uh, subsidiaries that did it. Yeah. And so far, at least the last I heard, 
uh, KUTV never, never actually has it hasn't responded other than to say they're going to run a series like every night for a month. They're going to run a, a spot where they say, this is what we did. It was wrong. And, and we made a mistake kind of thing. <laughs> but honestly, I contacted KUTV uh-huh. months ago, back when John Oliver did their whole his whole Sinclair thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you remember that yeah, spot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I looked up which one of our locals, and I found out KUTV uh, is, is a Sinclair. And I contacted them, huh. uh, sent them a message asking, well, check out the John Oliver spot. Can you tell me why I should trust you? And they hmm. never responded. Well, of course, because I mean, that, paraphrasing what I said, but yeah, they never, they never got back to me. Did you so. did you sign it at the end? P.S. I'm not a kook. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't think I did that. <laughs> hey, this is Taylor Grin from GrinandBarrent.com, where we do news, analysis, and commentary. And you're listening to Godless Revolution. Uh, there are things that a normal, morally normal, even if a morally average or mediocre person would not, unprompted, do, for example, hold down their daughter at the age of six, tear off her underwear, and cut her genitalia with a sharp stone. They wouldn't do that if they didn't think God was telling them to do it, or the mullahs, or the, if it's a boy, the rabbis weren't telling them to do um, the, One of the reasons why I have the lurid subtitle I do of my book, religion is a poison, is that it makes ordinary moral people, uh, compels them, forces them, in some cases orders them, to do disgusting, wicked, unforgivable things. There's no expiation for the generations of misery and suffering that religion has inflicted in this way and continues to inflict, and I still haven't heard enough apology for it. Thank you to everybody who has rated the show on iTunes and Stitcher and are following us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And to all our Patreon patrons, you make the show possible. Number six on the list is Ms. Mary Colbert. I wonder, I'm sure she doesn't pronounce it Colbert. <laughs> but she says that God will curse Trump's opponents and their children and grandchildren. Ooh, that's a generational curse. He sounds like a that's, dick. That's like one of the bad curses. It's not that Donald Trump is all that perfect of a guy. We all know he's not. And we know that it's he's not necessarily perfect in every way that we would like. I think that would be just perfect overall, right? Yeah, I think she said the same thing three different ways. Uh-huh. That's not that's not how God works. He oh. works through the ones he chooses. Right. We don't choose them. No. All we have to do is recognize them. Yeah. And when you And what about Donald Trump would somebody recognize as being someone God put up as their fucking well, spokesperson? This just sounds like the excuse for saying, well, God appointed him because he's an imperfect person. Like, well, that well, wouldn't he put a perfect person in place? Someone that Yeah, the a perfect being picks somebody not perfect yeah, to it's be just, his perfect representative. Yeah, That's it just sounds like fucking stupid. Uh, uh, yeah, a, a fucking shitty excuse. <laughs> well, that's why I said they, it doesn't like facts don't fucking matter because they'll just spin whatever they want to believe into, into being part of their narrative. Like it doesn't matter. Like Trump said, he could stand out on Park Avenue and, and shoot somebody. And no one give a and fuck. They, and they will spin and it. And they would spin into... it to be, oh, well, God must have wanted this person to die. And yeah. he chose Donald Trump to be to, to be the the trigger the man. messenger like like Abraham and Issa. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And when you recognize a chosen one mm-hmm. and you have the discernment to know that they've been yeah. chosen and know. You don't have the power of discernment, lady. You're you know, full of fucking garbage. Yeah. You know what's funny? I've never heard Trump say he was chosen by God. No, that's the Blues Brothers. And, yeah. and what <laughs> what criteria are you using, aside from the fact that he put an R at the end of his, his name? Oh, he said he's going to bring and, Christmas back. And he's bringing Christmas back. <laughs> yeah. um, and he's, That's it. And now, and now he's anti-abortion. He didn't yeah. used to be, but now he is. What are your criteria for discerning um, that he is the best qualified candidate? Pandering. Uh-huh. Yeah, he pandered to the Christians he is chosen more than God. anybody else. And, and know that that's the will of God, then your life will be blessed. Yes. And if you come against the chosen one of God, Ooh. okay, Ooh. you are bringing upon you and your children and your children's children curses like you have never seen. That's right. God sounds like a yeah. fucking monster. Why would he? Why would he curse generationally? People, the, the offspring of people who did something he didn't like. That is a dick move. Yeah, but I heard if you pray to Apollo, he gets rid of that curse. Like, oh, okay. Like, like he's well, you didn't fix it then. No big yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It puts a holy fear in me. Yeah. You know, and they're we, picking the flaws out of this man that God has chosen. Mm-hmm. Right. God chose the flaws. And you don't look for a perfect person. Oh, wait a minute. So this is, uh, number, this, is not, this is number four. This well, is, no, this is Jim Baker, not Pat Robertson. Oh, oh, this yeah. is oh, Jim Baker. Oh, no, Pat. Okay. So, sorry, G- sorry, so sorry. Jim Baker must be on the list at least twice, though he's not mentioned specifically. They were talking about this woman Her, who's yeah. speaking. And there, you look for the one God's chosen. How do you know? <laughs> I mean, this isn't like God came down and said, I choose this person. It's you saying, well, I want him to be the chosen one because I want my God to return, so I'm going to say he's the chosen one. The little angel that sits on your right shoulder is the one who whispers in your ear and says, Donald Trump is the one. That's called a meth angel. <laughs> well, no, you have the the light white angel, and you have the red devil angel on your other shoulder that's heroin. for the left-hand path. Yeah, that's heroin. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Well, that explains it all right away. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we could go with the more modern, uh, more modern. I've got a blue pill in one hand and a red pill in yeah. the other. One is going to show you reality. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I was getting the Matrix reference in. And, yeah. <laughs> I'll work on it. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, number five is a long one. It's it's a bunch of different posts. And actually, we've covered this one before. Have we? Yeah, this is the... So we're going to, we're not, we'll skip this one, but this is 10 right wing predictions about Obama that never came true. Oh yeah. Let's, oh. We can just we read did, them off. Yeah. We did. We covered this in a previous episode, but we'll, we'll just read Summarize. through what the predictions were. Yeah, um, number I'm, one was that Obama will create death panels. Oh, yeah. God. He was going to kill the old people with his medical, oh his God, Obamacare. God. Yeah. That never fucking. That never that was, happened. Went no. Back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number two, Obama will kill his critics. Yeah. Alex Jones is still alive. <laughs> Michael Savage is still alive. Yeah, yeah. There, Bill O'Reilly's still alive. Yeah, Fox News is still in operation. Yeah. Number three, Obama will spread disease in order to imprison Americans. Um, well, there was I the uh, remember that the mosquito outbreak thing. The uh, what oh, was it? Uh, Ebola, Zika, 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 Zika. There have been a f- but nobody virus. went to prison for that. Uh-huh. The bird flu was big yes. for a while. Mad cow disease. 
Number four. <laughs> I think that predates Obama. <laughs> it does. I just wanted to say it. Okay. <laughs> Obama will start a race war. No, actually, I think this race war started with the. Yeah, if anybody's going to start honestly, a race war, it'd be Donald Trump. Yeah, with the the, the, the well, KKK I mean, guys from marching a, from a from from a certain perspective, Obama being elected did kind of at least escalate a space. There was an uptick war. in the KKK and the white supremacist movement. I mean, yeah, I because they didn't like a black guy. Yeah. So yeah, so Obama he, got him angry, and then Trump said it was okay to be angry. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Number five, Obama will create a personal brown shirt army. Uh, no, Trump, I think, got one, though. Uh-huh. He didn't create it, but they one showed up for him. Number six, Obama will seize guns. Nope, he oh, never even God. once said he Fucking was going hell. to seize guns. Number seven, Obama will invade Texas. How the fuck do you invade your own state? <laughs> It's like if he went down there for a tour of like a natural disaster, like, ah, oh, he's fucking coming to invade. Fuck we're, you. We're from the United States and we're here to invade, invade this the part United of the States. United States. I'm sure that had to do with all the Jade Helm bullshit. <laughs> yeah, which is fucking funny. Number eight, Obama will ban the Bible. Well, there ain't no more prayer in them than in their schools. <laughs> there wasn't before him either. Well, don't you lie. Oh. Number nine, Obama will impose <laughs> Sharia law. Because he's a Muslim, you know. Yeah, he's he's a bad Muslim. He's an atheist Muslim. Yeah. Number ten, Obama will stay in office. Yeah, yeah, he's going to he change the constitution power. and become a dictator. And uh, no, this this if, the, if anyone is going to refuse to leave office, it would be Trump. Yeah. Uh, the text for this one says: Conservative radio host Rush Limbaugh to Alex Jones have suggested that Obama may try to remain in office when his second term is over. A conspiracy theory that gained attention throughout the far right. The fear of an Obama third term gained such attention that Ben Carson, sleepy time Ben Carson, who later became a GOP presidential candidate and is now Trump's nominee, no longer nominee, he's actually running the yeah. uh, HUD. And doesn't HUD. even know what the fuck yeah. it is. Uh, became worried about a canceled election and an <sighs> Obama third term plot. Few, however, went as far as Reverend Austin Miles, who claimed in 2014 that there was a plan, quote, for Obama to use executive order to declare himself dictator for life <laughs> in 2016. Oh <laughs> or end times preacher Rick Wiles, who said in 2013 that Obama would take a trip to Jerusalem on which he enters, quote, the temple and declares himself as God. What the fuck? We should, uh, we should uh, see if maybe we can get Mr. Rick Wiles on the show sometime yeah. and answer for that prediction. Like, what happened, buddy? Yeah. Why did so that much, never happen? So much crazy there. And the crazier thing is, is like when you see people say like, hey, what good things has uh, Trump done? Well, he got Obama out of office. It's like, no, no his no. time was up. He was no longer allowed to run. <laughs> what, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed to hear this. And especially the, the last little piece about declaring himself God. Yeah. After, after watching that, that love fest of, of everyone worshiping Trump as if he's a fucking God. Kissing his rings, ki you know, I, oh. Yeah, offering all kinds of praise all the time. I yeah. mean, they would love if Trump went there and declared himself God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number four, Larry Clayman is outraged by Michelle Obama's shoulders. How dare she mm -hmm. oh, the show shoulders. those things? Mm -hmm. You'd think this guy was LDS, right? Yeah, but are they, are they manly shoulders? <laughs> They're... They're very nice shoulders. She has no, some. Yeah, but you saw the bulge, right? Very nice. <laughs> Where's the bulge? By the penis area. By, by the penis area. 
don't, you remember, don't you remember that one? I think we actually covered that one where someone was saying Michelle Obama was oh, actually a yeah, man yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there was a I've bulge heard. by her oh, dress. God, that was like that. way earlier this year, right? Like yeah. January, February sometime. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what Larry says. Former President Obama with his lovely wife, Michelle, is uh, currently work on your audio. vacationing. Obviously, they've got a lot of money to spend. Italy's a nice place. But the reality is they went over there to upstage, try to upstage, President Trump with regard to his meeting with the Pope in the Vatican. This tells you a larger story about Obama. He's running an alternative government, an evil government. Out of he, yeah, Obama's running a shadow government while Donald Trump is in office. I'm sure yeah. that's what's happening. In the it's linchpin the, of the shadow the government is shoulders. The yeah. deep state is, yeah. Out of his mansion in Calorama, Washington, this multi-million dollar monstrosity. <laughs> As look what have you look seen? look what's behind him. Look, look what's behind him. He's got a picture of a giant like Catholic cathedral behind him. And has he seen any of the fucking monstrosities that, that Donald Trump, Trump, yeah. Trump has in? put up? Yeah. Jesus Christ. And he pays twenty five thousand dollar a month to rent. Now, the thing that's really troubling about this is that it's not just that he went to Italy. Italy's a nice place. He's entitled to go to Italy. But apparently he and Michelle went into a church in Siena, Italy, and she was basically had an open shoulder. I'm going to show a picture of that, showing a lack of respect to the Catholic Church and Christianity. How? Fuck everything about this guy. What a fucking dickhole that she has a bare shoulder and so she's not showing special deference to Christianity. Like, does he expect that she's going to wear a fucking burqa into yeah, a Christian it's church? probably what he wants. Of course, that's not surprising because her husband is, in fact, a closet Muslim. A closet ah. Muslim. Oh. So he's a closet Muslim who, who also isn't wearing the proper Muslim wear. He's a closet Muslim who goes to a Christian church and doesn't force mm. his wife to right. cover exactly. herself. Exactly. That's what. I, yeah. How, how does that all work out? But but he has no problem with Melania Trump being a nude model. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that would be totally fine with this guy. Muslim, someone who worships the Quran over the Bible, who has fooled the American Do Christians worship the Bible? I think so. This guy's just a, f he's fucking stupid. American people all these years into thinking that he's really a Christian, who always refers to the Holy Quran, who told George Stephanopoulos when he was running for the president in 2008, my Muslim faith, who wears a ring that says my only God is Allah. <laughs> What? I've what? never heard any of this before. Heard that? I've no. never heard that. That he wears a ring that says my only god is Allah? Well, let, let's let's look at that so we can see his right hand there. Um no I don't ring. See any rings there. Then we can kind of see his left hand coming in front. You can't really see the fingers. You can see his I don't see any uh, God damn it. Now we're going to have to sidetrack here Skip, maybe because I'm going to have the, to fucking look this up. Is it the one ring that rules them all? Yes. I mean, that, uh, does it only show its message in fire? I mean, is that... And it's invisible as fuck. Unless it's in fire. And then yeah, yeah. It's kind of like how, how Trump realized that we have invisible airplanes. Yeah. Like Wonder Woman's jet? I, I think that's what he thinks. <laughs> oh, so... Oh, there it is. Yeah. Out on Snopes, I, I just ran a Google search for Obama ring... God Allah, and uh, the first hit was on Snopes, and it says, Barack Obama's wedding ring bears an Arabic inscription reading, there is no God but Allah, and Snopes deems this as false. 
says that a report alleging that a ring President Obama wears on his left hand includes the Islamic and Arabic phrase, there is no God but Allah, has been making its way across social media and the blogosphere. Origins, an October 2012 article, drew much attention to, on the Internet for claiming that a ring, which Barack Obama had been wearing since his college days and which doubles as, as his wedding ring, is adorned with Arabic script. Spelling out the first part of the Shahada, the Islamic Declaration of Faith, there is no God except Allah. The full phrase is, there is no God but Allah, and Muhammad is the messenger of Allah. Barack Obama's gold band allegedly includes only the first half of the sentence. Such a claim would seemingly confirm long-standing rumors that Barack Obama is not a Christian, He's as he atheist. professes, but a Muslim. Oh. Barack Obama reportedly obtained the ring from Indonesia, where he lived for a few years during his childhood. This claim about Barack Obama's ring, shown in more detail here, and it shows the ring looks to be an artifact of someone who has never actually seen the ring in question trying mightily to find a hidden message where none exists, however. All of the images used to illustrate this claim are either blurry, low-resolution close-ups, or shots taken from too distant perspective to clearly show the details of the gold band. Isolating the ring from a much higher-resolution photograph of Barack Obama's hand, taken by photographer Miguel Villagran, Villagran, during a 5 June 2009 news conference in Dresden, Germany, shows the ring to bear what looks like nothing more than a plain loop-like pattern with the top section matching the bottom. Well, but Miguel is an American, so how can we trust him? <laughs> it says, we shared the, the above picture with a small survey of six different persons with fluency in written Arabic, and all of them said the pattern displayed on the ring appeared to be an abstract one with no discernible meaning in Arabic. One might also consider the incongruity that a politician who has long been dealing with and denying rumors that he is a Muslim would openly wear a symbol demonstrating yeah. those rumors to be true. It's like he right. Like, if everybody is talking and saying that you're a Muslim, you're not going to wear something that says, says, I'm a Muslim. That screams, I'm a Muslim. Yeah. Some, somehow his entire history dating back to his birth. I mean, this is a cover-up that dates back to his birth. His yeah. mother mother planned this mm. by, you know, doing the whole Hawaii Kenya switch. Oh right. And and all of that. And so, you know, he's been covering this up his entire life. It's like a magician. And yet That's how sinister a plot it is, Grant. Yeah. He's apparently smart enough to cover it up his entire life except for the ring. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid well, move on his part. Everybody <laughs> makes mistakes, right? If he pulls the ring off, you can see his true self. <laughs> He's a lizard. <laughs> really dissed Israel and tried to harm it in any way. Uh, it goes on and on, and you know the story. I mean, no, I, gave I a don't. Speech in front of the the uh, World War II memorial, where I asked him to get off his knees, put the Quran down, and come out with his hands up. <laughs> that was mild compared to what we saw what? in the years after that. But this is an absolute disgrace. But it shows what he's doing. He's trying to undermine the Trump presidency. He's working with ultra-leftists like George Soros. <laughs> he's fomenting <laughs> violence in the streets, whether it's Berkeley or other uh, universities. Whether It's always Black Soros and Berkeley. Yeah. Yeah. Blood on and I hands. still don't really know who George Soros is. Neither do I. To destroy the Trump presidency, even in a petty way to go to Italy during a week that the president's on a foreign trip. And it shows you who he is. He's not just an evil person, he's low class. Yeah, because he went on vacation. If I, I would love, that guy, I want to punch right in the face. Like, right in a snot locker, just tell him, you're a fucking moron, I want to punch you in your snot locker. This is going to happen. It's happening! It's happening, buddy, come here! Do it. <laughs> fucking, but I don't understand how people can be 
becomes so deluded, right? Do you think it's... Well, I think he loves Alex Jones from the way he was talking. Well, but with people like that, do you think it's a lack of education? Is it a a lack of being taught how to think critically? Is it what what well, causes it's, it's, people it's, to go off the fucking deep end like that? It's willful. I I think. I mean, I think there are probably various factors, but I think in a lot of cases, it's willful ignorance because they they seek their they're they're out for their own self interest and. And, and they make money at this. Well, and they make money at this. So, I mean, that's their self-interest. Whether it's making money, whether it's improving their tax situation, whether it's whatever, defeating liberalism is in their self-interest. So, they willfully ignore or or fabricate all this shit to, to try to better their own position and power and money in the world. Hmm. It's fucking disgusting. Hi, this is Michelle Short. And this is Stu DeHaan. And we're the co-chapter heads of the Satanic Temple in Arizona. You're listening to The Godless Revolution. For cool Satan swag, please visit the website shopsatan.com. The the, the left just doesn't understand religion at all. They don't understand and they refuse to recognize religion when it comes to the Middle East. It, It is the only driving factor. It is it. That's it. You want to know what these guys are doing in ISIS? They are worshiping God to the level of their understanding. That's what's happening over there. They think they are worshiping God, period. Um, But they won't recognize that. And then they will recognize Christians as a real problem here in America. And they want to shut Christians down. What, 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 What is this except the work of Satan? Rejoining the Godless Revolution podcast now. Number three on Right Wing Watch's list is Mark Taylor. He says the Freemasons and the Illuminati are using a special frequency to change DNA and make people hate Trump. Hmm. Because apparently that's how DNA works. So I wonder what. Yeah, that's how emotions work. That's how. (laughs) I believe what happened. I like or dislike you based on my DNA. Uh Yeah. I believe what happened on November 8th is the enemy has literally sent out a frequency, if you will. Because remember the last time we did your show on frequency, we literally got shut down and had to start over again on part two. (laughs) But the point is, is that November 8th, I believe the enemy sent out something, a frequency, if you will. Those who are tapped into his frequency. Isn't this, isn't Mark Taylor the ex-firefighter dude? I don't, I don't recognize his name. We covered in a previous episode. He was saying all kinds of crazy shit. I'm pretty sure that's who Mark Taylor is. Oh, yeah, is. Firefighter Prophet. Oh, is it, where does it say that? Uh, in this clip, Firefighter Prophet Mark Taylor claims that the Freemasons... <laughs> okay, I thought the name was familiar. Frequency, and it agitated and took control, basically, of those who have their DNA that was turned over to the, to the enemy. And that's mm. what's happening, is that the Illuminati, the Freemasons, all these people, their main goal is to change the DNA of man, and they're... That's their main goal is, yeah, is to change the DNA of man. Yeah. I mean, that's not even a possibility. You can't change someone's DNA. If you, if you hit it with the right frequency though, Ryan scrambles it out, gets all them little DNA bits grooving and moving. If you hit someone with the right frequency, massage it just the right way. You could (laughs) quantum teleport, you know, one of those genes out and another gene in. Mm. Maybe that. But I know if you hit a person <laughs> with the that. 
with the right frequency at the correct intensity, you can scramble their insides. Well, sure. Give them cancer. Yeah, but you can't. All kinds of stuff like that, but you can't make them dislike somebody no. by turn. Like, how would that even work? Like, is there a specific DNA strand that is the Trump-hating DNA strand? Well, the thing is, is your DNA replicates. So when it replicates, it's not going to, you can't put something in and make your DNA change. I don't know if I believe that. Well, right. unless well, you, Mark unless Taylor you, is clearly just illustrating Mark Taylor is a unless with. you change the underlying factory that that creates the DNA. Actually, you can't. That's not true because I had actually watched a thing on on uh, people that are trying to do genetic modifications even now mm-hmm. by doing like their own. The people are like the cyber, like they it, do the implants. They're trying to find how to change themselves genetically. It's actually I said it's impossible. He goes, you can do a temporary change to make. Like to stimulate something, but when it your DNA, you know, keeps replicating and puts new one in, old ones out, it's not gonna. It's gonna be the same code it was originally. So the only way you can, I'm I'm curious about, and I really don't know anything about this. I'm a vague recollection, but like cancer treatment, I mean, one of the things they do is is gene therapy. Well, gene therapy, but also radiation. But after the radiation, they do uh, stem or not stem cell, but um, bone marrow. And uh, didn't I hear once that, I mean, when you take a marrow donation from someone else. It still has to be a match, and your body has to accept it. But it's not the same DNA, and the marrow starts producing the donor's DNA. I haven't heard that. Or am I remembering that wrong? I would would think your body would start replacing with its own genetic code into that, but after it accepts it. Okay. I'll have to research. But according to the way- I'm a podcaster, Jim, not a Uh, a DNA (laughs) specialist. According to the way they're putting out with the people that were talking about the gene modification, the only way to actually change someone's genes is in the womb. Or like when you're doing like the in vitro. We can turn genes on and off. At that that point. But after you're born and your genes are, they're like, it's set. It's you. It's you. Your genes are set. You can't go and turn things on, turn things off at that point. It's done. CRISPR. Yeah. CRISPR can change that. That's what, this, that's doing what the guy was doing with the CRISPR stuff, but he said it's not permanent. Mm. Of man. And they're doing it through these frequencies, through the bombardment, whether it's the mainstream news media, whether it's rock and roll music. I mean, we could go on and on with these frequencies like we talked about before. So it's that's why I tell people, you need to surround yourself with the good news, not the doom and gloom apocalyptic messages right now. That's the, he is espousing, right? So he, he is just espousing said, he just apocalyptic said, Don't messages. listen to me. Don't listen to this. But he's the guy. good news. He's part of the good news club. <laughs> it's not where God's going right now. Not to say that there weren't, things aren't going to happen because we're always going to have um, fires, earthquakes, and, and hurricanes. But it's not the apocalyptic message that everybody's talking about. But it activated something. Even in Christians right now, I'm getting bombarded with emails from Christians that are saying, look, I support Trump, but everybody in my family has, has isolated me. Everybody in my church is not talking to me. It's because their DNA is being controlled by the enemy. No, it's because you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, that's that's, that's wild, man. Like it's to absurd. get to a point where you where you have to say, well, clearly, if you don't like Donald Trump, it's because your DNA has been changed yeah. by these it's, frequencies. It's fucking batshit crazy. That's a whole other level of cognitive dissonance. I mean, that's that's just creating something whole cloth to fit into your narrative. It's also fucking impossible. By broadcasting the news media, uh, the audio part of it, like in 440, this is why when you watch the news media, you get agitated. You know, it creates fear. It creates panic. And this is what's going on. 
The, it's because they're batshit crazy stuff you're saying. Yeah. Well, and because of all of the batshit crazy stuff that is happening, that's what gets you agitated. Like, yeah. oh my God, the president might get us into World War Three or a nuclear war with North Korea because he's fucking stupid. Yeah. On the church and the church is, is the, the body of Christ have got to stop being vulnerable to this stuff. You've got to take measures into your own hands and say, look, I'm not listening to the mainstream news media anymore. If I want the news, I usually go to like Fox's website. I'll catch the headlines or something like that. Should he be doing that? I mean, it sounds like he's putting himself in a great amount of peril by doing so. Yeah. Because he could be accidentally catching one of those bad frequencies. Yeah. Or something like that. You know, that's not being broadcast, so to speak, in, in a frequency where I'm hearing it or anything like that. But what they found through that 440 hertz is that it will also damage your body organs, which is another reason why people are so sick. But it also changes your DNA, which is the goal of the of the Freemasons, the Illuminati. They want you part of that Illuminati bloodline. What? This guy's just nuts. I got recruited by the Illuminati. Oh, that's right. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. A, an attempted recruitment. But yeah, I, that guy wasn't even really with you. No, he was. He it was just a scam. Wanted money. Yeah. yeah, he just wanted you to send. But him I, some I played along with it for a while, and it was quite funny and entertaining. <laughs> uh, number two on the list is Pat Robertson. He blames the Vegas shooting on disrespect uh. for Trump, the national anthem, and God. Violence in the streets, ladies and gentlemen. Why is it happening? You know. What I'd like to give you is the fact that we have disrespect for authority. There is profound disrespect of our president all across this nation. They say, does the president respect anybody? No. Is there a single person other than maybe Putin? His own, well, his own well, family, his family. But does he even his really respect children. them? I mean, probably not. We well, hear, we Ivanka. hear that. Well, we hear that she's supposed to be this great moderating force on him, right? That she's fairly progressive and she's this moderating influence on him. But uh, I see no real signs of that. I mean, unless he's well, really just an an entirely mad person, like he's he's insane, and she helps temper him. To be somebody who can at least maybe in the past function mostly as as a regular well, human being. The issue is she got married huh. to a Jew. Yeah, so she ain't giving it up to her dad anymore. <laughs> well, there's, there's that. And then he got all frustrated. Yeah, yeah. I I balled his tiny hands into fists. Mm -hmm. And I I don't I don't think the Jew thing has anything to do with it because. Trump's not a Christian. I mean, he's, he's only a Christian to get elected. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's not. I, I don't think there's anything Christian about him. I doubt he. He's a Christian for the art. Church or, you know, I mean, he's, he's a Christian in name only. Yeah. He plays to the base. I mean, it's yeah. not anything that I think he truly believes. So I don't, I don't think he cares. I, the only reason he might care that she's married is just as she's married and. He well, and may, he's a Jew, and Trump's or, kind of a bigot, so... May or may not have, you know, kind of his feelings for her, but... Hmm. Terrible things about him. It's in the news. It's in other places. There's disrespect now for our national anthem, disrespect for our veterans, disrespect for the institutions of our government, disrespect for the, the court system, all the way up and down the line, disrespect. Which is a gross misinterpretation of what the protests are actually about, right? It's not that they have no respect for 
our anthem and they have no respect for the troops and they have no respect yeah. for our government. It's that they see the harms that are being put on to people in minority groups, blacks in particular. That's why they're, they're having the kneeling protests and, in the NFL and everything. They're protesting the fact that blacks are mistreated in the United States. Not that they're not doing it because they hate the fucking soldiers or they hate the anthem. Though the anthem does have some problematic verses in it, that's not they're they're not protesting that they hate the anthem. That's you're missing the whole fucking point, buddy. And it and it's also I mean willfully ignoring the eight years before Trump. Yes, that's what I was going to bring up. Right, and and the disrespect that you yourself, yeah, fucking Pat Robertson, and, yeah. and disrespect and for judges on, that were not voting the way he that wanted them to vote. Voting your way, disrespect for the system of government, yeah. for the leader of the country, for all of that. And and now all of a sudden we're supposed to blindly respect Trump. Mm -hmm. And when you lose that kind of respect, you lose this authority. But more than anything, until there is biblical authority, there has to be some controlling authority in our society. And there is none. Somebody has to tell me what to do. Yeah. Some father figure has to step in and tell me how to be a decent human being. Otherwise, I'm a monster. And when the, there is no vision of God, the people say, there's no vision of God, the people run amok. When they're amok, 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 amok. Yeah. I ran through some <laughs> muck the other day. <laughs> when there's no vision of God, the people run amok. And that we, we have taken from the American people the vision of God, the whole idea of reward and punishment, an ultimate uh, judge of all our actions. We've taken that away. And when there is no vision of God, the people run amok. You said that already. And if we've taken it away, why has he got a fucking television yeah. show? Yeah, and that's what I, I hate that when they always say, I, we're not allowed to talk about God anymore. We're not allowed to do this. I'm like, you have a fucking TV show where you get to talk about it all fucking day long. That's, that's what you do for a fucking you, living, man. You, you have multiple TV networks where all you do is talk about fucking God. <laughs> they, they they talk about fucking God? I think some of them do. <laughs> I think they would like to. They would like to get in the holiest of holies. <laughs> Hi, this is Justin Schieber, formerly of the Reasonable Doubts podcast and currently of Real A Theology, and you are listening to the Godless Revolution. Christopher, I'm not sure if you believe in heaven, but if you do, do you think Jerry Falwell is in it? No, and I think it's a pity there isn't a hell for him to go to. The empty life of this ugly little charlatan proves only one thing, that you can get away with the most extraordinary offenses to morality and to truth in this country if you'll just get yourself called reverend. Who would, even at your network, have invited on such a little toad to tell us that the attacks of September the 11th were the result of our sinfulness and were God's punishment if they hadn't got some kind of clerical qualification? People like that should be out in the street shouting and hollering with a cardboard sign and selling pencils from a cup the whole consideration of this of this uh, horrible little person is offensive to very very many of us who have some regard for truth and for morality and who think that ethics do not require that lies be told to children by evil old men that we're not told that people who believe like Falwell will be snatched up into heaven uh, where I'm glad to see uh, he skipped the rapture just found on the floor of his office while the rest of us go to hell. 
If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, criticisms, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at TGR Podcast. Thank you! And rounding out the number one spot is yet again Mr. Pat Robertson saying that people who oppose Trump are revolting against God. I think we might have actually covered this one this year. I think we did, yeah. The press is against him. So, you know, you read the Bible, and uh, there was a point in there where uh, God told Jeremiah, he said, tell them to take the yoke of Nebuchadnezzar, and they didn't want to do it. And you read the Psalms, the second Psalm, which says, you know, why do the nations rage and uh, imagine a vain thing, and they, they revolt against the Lord and his anointed? I, I think somehow... There's a, the Lord's plan is being put in place for America. And these people are not only revolting against Trump, they're revolting against what God's plan is for America. These other people have been trying to destroy America. These left-wingers and so-called <laughs> progressives are trying to destroy the country that we love and take away the freedoms they love. They want collectivism. They want socialism. And what we're looking at is free markets and uh, a freedom uh, from this terrible overarching bureaucracy. And they want to fight as much as they can. But I think the good news is the, the Bible says, he that sits in the heavens will laugh them to scorn. And I think that Trump's got something on his side that is uh, uh, a lot more powerful than the media. Yeah, he's got a hernia. <laughs> he's got something on his side a lot more powerful than the media. I don't know what he was getting at there. All I know is he uh, made a reference to the Matrix. How so? What? Oh, the Nebuchadnezzar was the name of their ship in oh. the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Sorry, I missed yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was the top 10. We have some other clips that we would get to uh, in the Patreon portion of the show. Tonight's episode is going to be a little bit shorter than the two hours. Well, should we uh, should we bring up uh, Mr. Law at the end here real quick? Mr. Oh, yeah, we Cardinal, can talk about Cardinal, Cardinal Law. Law. Yeah. Uh, I know that he's dead, and they're going to have a funeral for him with all the bells and whistles. Which kind of goes to say, you know this guy was protecting pedophiles in the church, moving them around. Was, was he possibly a pedophile himself? I know he was in charge of moving... The priest that know. got caught around, he had paid out a lot of money to people that were that were. I don't think uh, he's been claiming. accused of. I any... don't remember him being personally. Yeah, I don't remember him being personally accused, but he but knew about he, he covered all the up, people yeah. that were doing it. Yeah, and was part of the big cover up. This guy should not be fucking honored for shit. He should have been in jail. Yeah, yeah, he should have. He should be in jail. But one, well, a lot of people are speaking out. I mean, beyond the jail, I mean, even in his death, they're they're. There are a lot of people who are disgusted by the honorific that he's getting yeah. mm -hmm. in in his death. I mean, uh, to the to the point. I mean, they they some people are like uh, he should have been defrocked. He should yeah. have been. He should I mean, have been kicked out of the fucking drawing church. Drawing and quartering him. I mean, they just want to see his you know bloody limbs. Yeah, if, if the Catholic Church the honestly felt any bit of contrition for the things that they've done and the things that they've allowed under the previous pope. And with cardinal law moving pedophiles around from from one area to another because they'd get caught, and so he'd move them somewhere else where there was a fresh pool of people Victims. that he could prey on. Yeah, that he should have been defrocked, kicked, 
and kicked out of the church. And if the Catholic Church had any integrity and, and really felt guilt or any contrition or wanted to repent or, or was even fucking forgiveness moral. from anybody else, he would have been defrocked. They are, they're still honoring him because he protected the church yeah. instead of the victims. And because he's this great savior of the church, because he didn't let all of this out right away and, you know, have these priests removed and give all of this horrible news to everybody. Instead, he chose to protect the church. So the church is going to still honor him because yeah. he protected the church instead of the victims. So. Even though he helped. Which is fucking disgusting. But at the same time, he cost the church millions of dollars because they were paying out fucking hush money. Well, that, that would have happened either way, but he helped hide it for so long. And, yeah. But, well, I'm saying, but he, but if they would have gotten rid of these priests secretly, they wouldn't have had to pay out more hush money when they do it again. What? No. So if a priest is a pedophile, oh, less you mean kids, that he would have had less victims? Less victims like, to okay. have to pay out because you, you keep moving a guy around and he keeps doing the same thing he was doing before. You just keep moving him and moving him. You keep paying out hush money, keep paying yeah. out hush money. Well, they've got plenty. Of they money. do have plenty. Yeah, it's not like they're going to go bankrupt anytime soon. Yeah. Well, that's I. I. I have no. I'm. I'm just not on board with this. This perspective on the current pope and and his pope fluffy pope pope fluffy and because I mean he didn't he didn't do anything. He's not doing anything now. Yeah. No. I mean, he's. He's not. And he's probably dissuading sure. this honorific of yeah. cardinal law. And he's probably has full knowledge of what is going on currently with molestation in the I'm, church. Well, I'm, I mean, he's the fucking pope. I mean, how does yeah. he yeah. not have records of everything that fucking happened? And yet, well, he did, and that's what makes law this even is more still shocking. Being yeah. Honored. Yeah, he and, did. That's what that's what makes this all the more egregious and shocking is that he does have all of this information. Yeah. He's the vicar of Christ, and he's still going to honor this guy. I don't. I don't give a shit that the Pope Fluffy washes some poor person's feet yeah i mean that that means nothing to me if he's going to allow shit like this to yeah. happen yeah yeah if he's not changing policy if he's not changing this or that yeah it's then, fucking disgusting yeah i mean are there many catholics out there who think that jesus christ would you know if he were here on earth and ruling over the church that he yeah. would be honoring cardinal law yeah. with this grand funeral or allow these priests to still hold the priesthood. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, they'd probably fall back. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, going back to previous conversations, I mean, they would probably rationalize it in their head and, and say, well, Jesus would just turn the other cheek. He's very forgiving. Or, I mean, those God who, did rape Mary. Unless you're a money those, changer those in Those who are without sin, <laughs> those who are without sin cast the first stone. I mean, you know, they, they would rationalize it in some fashion or another. Well, yeah, and like I said, unless you're a money changer in a temple, and then Jesus would flip tables and whip you. Well, yeah. So, yeah. or you're a tree that doesn't bear fruit in the off season, and then he'd beat the shit out of you. <laughs> or you're a woman that <laughs> got does, raped. He does not like <laughs> figs, does he? No. Gee, God hates figs. <laughs> uh, is that it for tonight? Yeah, I think it is. Okay. Well, before we go into the Patreon portion of the show. I want to make sure that we thank all of our Patreon supporters. That would be Michelle Short, Christy Kalbach, Camille Baroski, Numania, Alan Firth, Gatheist, Larry Wilson, Dr. Dan, Matt's boss from the 2SC podcast to whom we pledge loyalty, Janet Uter, Let Them Eat Kofefe, Stephen Andrus, Utah Outcasts, Marius Kot Butrakowski, Tim Jacobson, 
Matt Tuller, Megan Kennedy, Andrew Vodopich, Brandy Hamrick, Jeremy Goodson, Angelica Pearson, Wes Aaron, the Purple Dragon, and Mr. Yay. Taylor Grin. You're welcome. Thank you all very much. Yes. I, I really appreciate all of the support that we've had since starting our Patreon account. Um, if you are a fan of the show and would like to contribute to keep it going, to help us pay the bills, keep the lights on, pay for hosting, all of that good kind of stuff, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash godlessrevolution. And we would greatly appreciate you helping out any support that you can give us. They have a cool new camera. Yes. We're going we're gonna to do some fancy stuff here yeah. in a little while, I think, maybe. If we can do some testing and get it all worked out. Maybe something for our 200th episode. Yes. Make it not fun. look like Max Headroom. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, I realized while we were recording this that this is our last show that will be released mm. in the year 2017. <laughs> and so, I want Should to thank- <laughs> I, want to, I want to thank all of you who have listened to the show for a long time, who are fans of the show, anybody new to the show. If Just, I want to thank all of you for- providing us some attention or listening to us thinking that we have something valuable to add and for enjoying the show. I love hearing from all of our listeners. I love meeting our listeners when I'm out and about and somebody just recognizes me and wants to come up and say hello. I appreciate all the support, all the kind words of encouragement. It's, Nobody recognizes me. It's been a good year. What's up with that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we have any pictures of you posted anywhere. Uh, that's all right. I don't like pictures. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just I, I really a, a heartfelt thank you from me for just listening to us and, and yeah. being out there, sending us show ideas, commenting on things. You guys are fucking awesome. I love reading your comments on the posts that we make. For the most part, there's still that one guy. Yeah, he's back. Yeah, he there's disappeared always, for a little there's while. There's always that one guy. And he's just. He disappeared for a little while and then he, he came, came back. back. And I don't know if he actually listens to the show. I don't think so. Or if he just is out there trolling our page. Because yeah, he said some weird shit. It's like, what the fuck? I do. You don't make. S yeah, what? well, yeah, that's just it too, is that the comments that he makes don't make any fucking sense. No. They're like not tied. To what was presented in the, in the yeah. original post at all. Yeah. I, I can't even remember what the post was. Well, that was. last one where it was like, hey, how do you celebrate the holidays and stuff? He's like, you bet you jerk off and don't have friends. It's like, uh, what? Yeah, I don't. But his comment like didn't really even fit the thing. And I'm like, no. what the fuck are you even talking about, dude? Yeah. I, so I don't think he listens to the show. He's just out there to troll the page every now and then for some reason. I don't know. He's He seems... A little off. Maybe he keeps getting banned on Facebook. That's why he comes and goes and comes and goes and comes and goes. <laughs> Sounds like it could be a fun guest. Uh, no. <laughs> no, he's just he's just a shithead. Like I don't I don't know what motivates this guy to comment on our shit. Or what like why he got started, why like I don't understand any of it. It's no. all it's all a mystery to me. Yeah. Why he wastes his time coming and commenting on shit. But he's clearly not playing with a full deck. Of, of dice. <laughs> <laughs> he's full, he's not the brightest. dice? Yeah. He's not the brightest tool in the bread box. True. Uh-huh. But thank you all very much. I hope you have had a fantastic year, as rough as it has been with the administration. 
I hope that things are getting continually better for you. I hope that you continue resisting. I hope you continue listening. I hope you continue supporting the show. You can do so by going to Patreon. You can like the page. You can join our Facebook community. You can follow us on Twitter. Do all the things and have your friends do all the things and share posts and all that kind of crazy fun stuff out on the social media platforms. But I, I really do. I really appreciate all of our listeners and just all of you, yeah. well, you guys too. Also, well, thank I'm, you very oh, much. Just surprised at how many people actually tune into our show. Yeah. And it keeps growing for some reason. I don't yeah. know why. And I, I, I get I friend requests all the time from people that like the only people, the only friends we have in common are other podcasters. And yeah. so I'm like, okay, well, clearly they must listen to the show, which is cool. And they all seem like really cool people. Like I'll yeah. go, you know, when I get a friend request, I'll go and stalk their Facebook timeline a little bit thing. and see what they're all about. And they're all fucking awesome people. Because yeah. Dan's a creeper like that. And then I think, oh. awesome. We have awesome people who listen to the show and have sent me a Facebook friend request. But once again, crucify that like button. Leave a review to achieve Nirvana. And rate the show five times towards Right Wing Watch. <laughs> and go out and donate to them. I'm going to make a donation to Right Wing Watch because they've given us some great stuff throughout the year and they they need money to continue doing their thing. Yeah. So I'm going to make a, a contribution to them. I would encourage everybody who's listening to also do the same. But bye-bye. Bye. Bye. And Happy New Year. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> 